0: Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, it's the darkest timeline. And I think we can all agree this is absolutely the darkest timeline. And something that might add to that is what could be the longest darkest timeline podcast I've ever done. Now, I know what you're thinking. Well, it must have absolute classic darkest timeline content. I'll leave that one up to you pretty sure I talk about animals for at least half an hour so there is that before we get started please do consider like share subscribe and comment leave a review where you can leave a review share the podcast around yeah that's that's about it do do those things and then listen to this episode of the darkest timeline here we go this is cookie cast the darkest timeline. going to go ominous this week, like a, I was going to say like a monster, uh, you, can, you can tell it's been child-based a few days, and I've been at work today, so that might tell you something, how are you doing, are you well, are you good, if you're not, drop me an email or anybody on the network, an email, let us know that you're not okay, and we'll be in touch. Um, other than that, I have to work on the principle that you said, yes, I'm good, thanks, how are you? I am, Um. yeah, stressed, but not stressed, but stressed, one of those, you know that, do you get that? I might be over-caffeinated, which, as we know, not great for podcasting. So, also, the sun is still up, because I was like, I'm trying to be super proactive the last couple of days with a variety of different things, and I was like, hey, do podcast, then have tea. Boom. The whole evening will feel disjointed, but I just want to get all the jobs done. <sighs> so, not going to lie, it's a weird one. It's uh, nothing on the list, so it's going to be an hour and a half podcast. One of those. Um, honestly, I could rattle through the first three things on the list in three minutes. But does that make for a great podcast? Who knows? I can tell you I've got three drinks next to me right now. All three of them have got caffeine that is surely a terrible idea. So this is probably the weirdest thing I'm ever going to talk about on a podcast i can't say that for definite but it's up there which is why i thought i should talk about it let's give it a try there's been some really weird animal related things going on and i don't i don't mean the animals that live in my house they're all just weirdos i mean that th- like i step out the door not knowing what animal I'm going to gonna meet on my travels. Now, let's say, for example, you, as a person, walks out your door and you're going to walk for a mile, okay? That's, that's an example. What animals do you think you might see? Do you think you'll see a dog? do you think you'll see a cat a bird maybe a squirrel do you think you'll see um let's let's get it down in a magpie a crow so if that's the case you can safely say yes i imagine if i walk out the door i'm going to see something Animal-based. If I wrote it down on a, as a list or a list item to talk about, either we're about to have a very boring conversation, or there's a reason for it. So, over the space of a few <laughs> over the space of a few days, I had some strange animal interactions. So, um. It's a weird one because this actually goes back a couple of weeks Which if you think about it If it was important, I would have added it To last week's podcast But It spans a couple of weeks Which is why it's only popping up now Not Sunday gone, the one before I was walking the dog On a Sunday, take the dog for a longer walk In the morning Go through fields Go through fields um, it's one of those, I'd certainly like to do more, um, you know, uphill and down dale sort of thing, but honestly, holding my hands up, I wouldn't know where to go. I, I have, I have dreams of walking through a field with a dog off a lead, just... Walking. Hiking, maybe. But where do you do that sort of thing? If you know the answer to that, let me know. So, there are these two fields that are split by... Not not a main road. A... So, there's a roundabout. There are four exits from the roundabout. Two of the exits are a main road. So, the other two—one goes to some shops, and the other goes to the university. So, I, I don't—the other two roads are relatively quiet, but the you know two of the four exits are main roads. So. That might set the scene. So we walk down the main road, cross over, and come back up through a field, which uh, bleh, eight, nine, ten o'clock on a Sunday morning, pretty much always nobody about. So there's that. We then reach, like I say, one of these um, one of these roads cross over and head up to another field. Now, when we get to the field, I say to the dog that he can have a bit of of slack on the lead, and then if we get further up and there's nobody else around, I let him off the lead. Been practising. It's been going okay. Um, This Sunday, as an aside, this Sunday just gone, there was a point where he he chased off after a rabbit. And I went it's one of those, I don't want him to do that and I don't want him to run away and I don't want him to get lost but I've got to give him some leeway at some point in time so let's see how this pans out as it was, I got I got a bit closer, I called for him and he came back luckily Um. so, normally I'd say to him "Oh, you know, you can have a bit of slack I won't say the word because he's sitting right next to me I mean, and he's very much asleep. I say that while looking to see if he's breathing. Because he's... I think he's breathing. Let's presume he's breathing. Move on. So... Normally, for the third time, normally I'd give him some slack. However, I saw not one, not two, but three people with dogs coming the other way. Now, in a situation like this, I want him with me. I want him close to me. I don't want to have to deal with him annoying other dogs, other dogs annoying him, any of the things that go with walking dogs. I don't want to deal with it. Sunday morning. I just want to walk my dog. So I keep him close until I know there's no one around. So, first person was there immediately. They passed. No incident. Second group of people, a little bit further away. They passed. No real incident. Third person. uh, We were walking up, they were walking down. Eventually they passed. No incident. Now at this point... I don't care what's behind me. Literally, if they walk two feet past me, I can let the dog go off on the long lead because he doesn't care what's behind him. He has no interest what's behind him. It's, in some ways, weird. And in other ways, yeah, I get it. So, I was just about to say to him, okay, you can, you know, have some lead, like I like say, I won't say the word. And a deer jumped out of the woods slash long grass brush, whatever you want to call it, to our left, jumped onto the path, jumped onto the other side of the path, and bounded off over the field disappeared into the tree line. Whilst I'm fumbling to try and get my phone out, going what the hell is happening right now? A deer. A deer. An actual deer. Now then, you might be saying to yourself, well I heard the word woods, I heard the word tree line, I heard the word long grass, brush. Not Too much of a stretch. To see a deer. Anybody remember the description I gave. About where this field is located. 25 yards. From where we were. Is a main road. A main road. I'm just like. What is happening right now? Why is there a deer here right now? Honestly, I've seen deers in the wild. One time, I took the dog for the for a walk in some woods, and the first thing we saw was a herd of deer. I don't know if that's a collective term for you know. Uh, I'm going to say herd of deer. They were in the distance, they were no issue to us, we were a long way away, but you could see them, and there was loads of them. I've seen deer in the wild. Went to another place, like a stately home, got out of the car, deer. I'm not saying I've never seen a deer before, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, where I saw it, I'm like, what the hell are you doing here? And all all I could think after that was, how did you get here? How have you ended up here? We're surrounded by main roads. If you go a little bit further up the road, there is another roundabout with another main road. How has that deer got there? Where's it come from? So, this is two Sundays ago. First thing in the morning. Take the dog home, I'm like, hey, I saw a deer. Everyone's like, oh wow, a deer. Get in the car, go go swimming. Come back home, reverse the car onto the drive. I get out of the car. At the point I get out of the car, a bird, presumably of prey, flies out from behind the bin. With another bird. Now, from the carnage that I then found, they weren't having a hug, let's put it that way. I'm like, what the hell? Saw so, a deer this morning, seeing this bird situation unfold here. I had to shield my children from the carnage. In they go. I'm like, that's strange so that was that there was a wasp situation Um, it's it's a very long winded story there was a bush the bush got cut back so that it didn't exist anymore and then it decided hey I I am still a thing and has now grown back into a bush and I let the dog out one morning and I was like oh there's a wasp there. Now, for me, I always go, ooh, wasp dog. I've I've heard in the past that there's this thing that dogs can do can have the I don't want to say it wrong, Antiphylactic shock thing from like bee stings and wasp stings and all of that. And you don't know if it's a thing until it happens. So it's a super dangerous situation. So I went, oh shit. Wasp dog Dog went off to have toilet I'm like right I need to be aware That there's a wasp there And I need to get the dog back in the house Past the wasp without incident Bearing in mind that the dog used to eat bees That's another story Then I'm like Hang on a minute That's not just one that's not just one wasp. There was the wasp I saw. I then started looking around. I'm like, "What? what is happening here? There were so many wasps. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I can see about 50 wasps right now. And that's going to be bad news when that dog comes back and goes, what's going on here then? So... The whole thing, at this point in time, I'm like, okay, there's been the deer thing, there's been the bird thing, there's been the wasp thing. Un- unrelated, but still strange. At this point in time, I'm like, strange. Yeah, I think we can agree, in quick succession, that would be strange. If that was it, you'd be thinking, why the hell are you bringing it up? And I'd be thinking, that was probably a a, a rubbish subject to bring up on a podcast. That's not it. So, one evening, I'm taking the dog for a walk. I open the front door, and I step outside. Outside. And I made the dog wait because I don't want him to run outside and all that sort of stuff. So I'm like, you wait there. I'm facing into the house. The dog's facing out of the house. All of a sudden I was aware that there was a situation. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing said, hey, there's a situation. You should turn around. The dog didn't make a, hey, look over there. None of that. Just a feeling. And I went, oh, what's going on? Turned round. No word of a line. This n- I'm not exaggerating. I'm not doing this for a fact. There was 25 to 30 crows out the front of the house. Now, I never know if it's a crow or a raven. I think a raven's bigger than a crow. So, there's that. But, I'm saying crow. But, no joke, 25 to 30 of them. And I'm pretty sure that, like, one's a bad omen. A couple of them together would be a bad omen. They were everywhere. On the grass of next door. on the, like On the grass of the house over the road, on the grass of the house over the road over the other side every sort of like piece of grass out the front of people's houses had crows every bit of grass like in anybody that's got a front garden crows it was like somebody convened the national meeting of the crows outside the house, not even my house, it was like two doors down, they all seemed to be like pointing in that direction, I'm like, what is the scenario that brings that many crows to the same area at the same time, a murder, some would say, a murder, how many, a collection of crows is a murder, but how many? It, does it change into a different category if there's, like, 30 of the freaking things? I was like, is it safe to go out there? Is it okay to, to to go out there? Obviously, I had the dog with me, and once they saw the dog, they were like, yeah, I'm off. But what was the scenario that brought all those anim- all those birds... To the same place, at the same time. Maybe somebody dumped a loaf of bread in their front garden. Maybe it was that, maybe that was all it was. I can't say I saw a loaf of bread anywhere. Just strange. Again, if that was it. But that's not it. Now at this point I'm like, what is the deal with the animals? take the dog for a walk walking along all of a sudden the dog's like what's that and i went what's what and now then i had this conversation with my youngest daughter when i said hey me and the dog saw a rat and she said are you sure it was a rat and i went it's funny it's funny though because and then she was like was it a mouse i was like no no at the at the least at the minimum it was a rat there's only one problem a friggin big for a friggin rat that's for sure b uh, palmy was it, palmy thought it looked a bit flying squirrel like its leg skin seemed to join its body skin Like You know how a flying squirrel's got those Like like if it did like a a star It has like the wing bits This animal seemed to have The wings So it was like A flying rat And it was a big It was a big guy It was a big boy Ran across the pavement in front of us I was like that's a bold move Because that dog It'll definitely have you So by this point I'm starting to, as you can tell, I'm starting to make a list of all the strange animal encounters I've had. And again, if that's all that had happened, we'd be fine. We'd be good. We'd be like, yeah. No dramas, buddy. You saw a few weird animal things happening. Move on. So, I don't know if it was the next day. The dog goes out in the garden and is like, "Hey, what's going on in this um, this bush over here? Something's going on in this bush over here." I was like, "Just, just focus on what you're supposed to be doing. Worry about the bush later." All oh, right, okay. I think I I'd put my youngest daughter to bed. Came down. Lands like there's a situation in the garden. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ! What now? There is a uh, a pigeon, right? Like, okay, uh, it's one of the like a wood pigeon that's just literally sitting in the garden. I was like, okay, I don't think we need to worry too much about that. It's like, yeah, but it was there when we went upstairs. Now anybody who's any, anybody who knows putting children to bed is not a quick thing, so we'd been gone a while. She's like, I think it might be injured. It's like, all oh, right. She's like, if you remember the incident from the other day, plus last year we had the problem with the sparrowhawk. There was a sparrowhawk in the area that was fucking shit up, and I mean, like, I must I must have told the story on a podcast about a sparrowhawk just getting a wood pigeon and being like. I'm going to eat this here, okay? And maybe like, no, it's not okay. so like, all right, I'll just carry it. And bearing in mind, the sparrowhawk's like half the size of this bird. It's like, oh, I'll carry it away then. Like, yeah, you do that. And it was just messing, messing birds up in the garden. That, and obviously the, you know, there was the fox incident. I'm like, Jesus, now what? I've got to go out and check this freaking pigeon. They go out there, there's like multiple different birds of different types, a brown bird, a black bird, a pigeon, there was like a robin and another bird, it was like they are having a council meeting, so I'm like creeping out there, okay I've got to go and see what's going on with, the, with, the, uh, with the, the bird council, and I'm like oh maybe the pigeon is injured, because all the birds flew away. And I was like, oh, maybe the pigeon is injured because it it seems to have, like, a lame wing. I was like, oh, what do you do with, like, an injured pigeon? Are you supposed to, like, nurse it back to health? Or what is the scenario here? At which point it jumped up and flew away. I'm like, what was that situation? What was going on there? What was that? You know, you'd know, you think I'd be done by now But no Final Weird animal thing that's happened in the last couple of weeks uh, What day Doesn't matter what day I'm just trying to get uh, Let's go with three days ago Doesn't matter I'm saying three days ago So three days ago I am sat where I'm sat now I think I was doing something computer related. I think I was trying to get the printer working, which is just a whole thing in itself. So, I'm like, what's that noise? You know you when you know, it's like, oh, uh, something's buzzing. Something in the house is buzzing. It's a fly, it's a wasp, it's a bee, it's a miscellaneous. And as it was, that was the situation, I went, oh, it's a fly. Problem was, it wasn't acting like a fly. So a bit later, I was like, oh no, it's that rain beetle that I'd seen, I'd seen a rain beetle in the house at some point. I was like, no, it's not the, it's not a rain beetle. It's a fly. It's a big freaking fly, but it's 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 a fly. And I, it flew around again, and I was like. That's not a fly. What the hell is it? And then it disappeared. Later in the day, I'm sat watching a film with my youngest daughter. So she's watching the film. I go and sit in the window, and I was like, I can hear that noise again. I was like, I bet that flying things in this window. So I'm looking, I'm looking. Every time I move the curtain or the blind, I'm like, every time I move it, I can hear it. But when I when I'm just sat, I can't hear it. What's going on? So I was like, right, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go full blown on this one. I'm getting rid of whatever this insect is. So I open the blind and I locate the flying item. Which gives me the opportunity to get a closer look at it. And I go. What the hell is that? So, imagine if you will. A fly and a wasp had a baby. What would that baby look like? So, front end, head end, to torso, all fly. Fly wings... You know, it was a big, big unit. Past middle, mid-range, long wasp body. It was black, like a fly, but had the stripes of a wasp. So it had like black stripes on a black body. And I went... I've never seen anything like that before in my life I don't know what the hell it is But I don't want it in the house Now, you know what it's like when you've got a fly in the house you, Getting it out of the house is nigh an impossible you've got, a, you've got a better chance of killing the freaking thing Than getting it out of the house So there's that This thing I managed to catch with a glass and a card With no no problems I put a glass over it I put a card under the glass I picked the two items up I walked it outside And I released it into the wild Walking away going I don't know what that is I think I might have discovered a new species And I'm terrified Now somebody is listening to this right now going, Oh my god have you never seen X before? And no, clearly I haven't. If you know what that thing was, drop me a line and let me know. I think at this point in time we can agree. The reason I'm talking for half an hour about the random animal encounters I've had in the last couple of weeks is because it's quite a substantial amount of weird animal encounters. What the hell's going on there? Is it the end of days? I think that's what happens at the end of the day, Animals start acting up. Isn't that part of it? So. Time to change subject. I couldn't spend eight pounds. No matter how I managed to justify it to myself. I couldn't spend eight pounds. There were two things I wanted. One was a book, Kindle book. No, it wasn't, I'm lying. It was an audio book, because it's a book I've already read. The other was a movie. Both items were £8. They were £7.99. And I couldn't justify spending £8 on either item. This has been going on for weeks. So I was listening to a book... I had an audiobook. Anybody that doesn't know, I'll only listen to an audiobook if I've read the book. And I listen to audiobooks when I walk the dog. Because otherwise, I just go through podcasts like a like like a podcast junkie. So. Um, that's why I do audiobooks nowadays. I listened to an audiobook. Um, and then... I immediately listened to it again. Uh, Long story short, I enjoyed it. Not all of it. Uh, I think I might have talked about it previously. I enjoyed it, but I didn't have anything new to listen to. And although the library's getting extensive, I've listened to a lot of the stuff in there a lot. So I was a bit like, "Eh, eh, eh." oh, I enjoy this, I'll listen to it again. Gives a little bit more time before I have to buy a new one. However, that time was coming thick and fast. Especially when you have to skip the two of the last chapters in this book for reasons I won't go into. So and I, I need a new audiobook and I promised myself I was gonna buy uh the audiobook of American Sniper because I read the book and I watched the movie recently. Um I rewatched the movie, should I say? So I was like, the only thing left to do now is get the audiobook. But it was £8. Can't spend £8 on an audiobook that's probably 10 or 15 hours long. That's ridiculous. Simultaneously, I was like, hey, there's this movie I want to get. I'm going to treat myself, buy myself a movie. But what I wanted was for it to be cheap. I wanted it to be like £4.99, £5.99. When I looked buy it on Blu ray it was like fifteen quid or something. I was like, I'm not doing that. How much is it how much is it on digital? Digital, eight quid. I was like, ah I really want to watch this film. Now then I will say this. It's a film I've seen before, two or three times before. Uh, for free. Because it was on Prime a few times and I watched it. And I really enjoy it. It's a really good film. Um but I couldn't justify I couldn't just buy spending eight pounds. So the the long the long short version of it is um, there are holidays coming up, summer holidays, children holidays, all that sort of stuff, and I can't afford any of it. So right now, the concept of spending eight pounds, or what would have been sixteen pounds, is absolutely not a thing. Um I've managed to get to the point now where I, I I just will not leave the house. So the other day I needed um, I needed two items from the shops. I knew it would cost me less than 10 pounds to get the two items and I was absolutely adamant I was gonna go to the shops get these items all day. I'm like, gonna go to the shops, gonna get these items. Going in a minute. Gonna go. Gonna go any minute now. Get to the shop. It's Just a quick job. Just two items. Don't need to be anything else. Don't need to be drastic. It's gonna cost me nine pounds in total. This went on all day. I think it was Sunday. So. That lasted up until four o'clock where I went, uh, shop, shop will be shut now. And then literally this evening, I went, it would do, there was different, various different types of drink. It was a short version. I went in the fridge and went, ah, oh, I don't have any more of those. That's not... Not not good because I didn't go to the shop because I knew I couldn't afford to spend nine pounds. And all I think at the moment is the amount of money that I've that I've just frittered away on, like, well, coffee. And I'm now like, could could really do with some of that coffee money. It's interesting the thoughts that go through your mind when you have no money, and you've got some expenses coming up because I was literally like you hear about people selling selling a kidney wonder how you go about doing that I start looking around the house going do we, do we need these things do we need that TV really in the grand scheme of things do we need a TV wonder how much I can get for that TV that's that's how things are at the moment. That's how how it is at the moment. I'm like, I'm looking. I'm literally now sat looking at the stuff on this desk. Going, do I need this moment, this this motorbike? Do I need it? How much can I get for this motorbike? It, that that's that's how it is at the moment. And it's all it's all coming thick and fast. It's like, holidays start next week. I, I hope I hope my my children enjoy staring at the walls. Because there's going to be a lot of that. Also, what's super fun is I've got a massive expense to pay out at some point for my eldest. And I've got a massive expense to pay out for myself, which I don't have the money for. So I'm now like, this is fun. So my compromise was this. Decided that I didn't need the film. So that saved me eight quid. And then remembered that there's that thing where you can look at books you've read. And get the audiobook cheap. So I went there. Looked through the list of audiobooks. books, list of books that I could get as audiobooks. Found one of the cheapest ones and went. I didn't really enjoy the book. But I imagine the audiobook would be good. So I bought that for four pounds. Ten hours. 10 hours i'd have to worry about not having any audiobooks to listen to so you know there's that um i want to talk about adverts so so we so we can get on the same page my definition of hell is adverts i hate adverts more than anything in this world, I think. So, there's a theory um, that if hell's a thing, um, everybody goes to their own personal hell. Uh, I think it pops up in Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. And there are other, um, I think it pops up in Preacher, maybe. I think that I remember a joke. About everybody gets their own version of hell. Um, So there's this theory that if hell's a thing... When you go... It's your own personal hell. Uh, My own personal hell is being strapped... To an uncomfortable chair... In front of a TV that promises... That a TV program's coming on... That I want to watch. Yet... There's just one more advert... There's just just one more advert you need to watch beforehand. And that just goes on forever. That's my definition of hell. I hate adverts with a passion. Something I've noticed more and more recently, and it's, it's a subject that I've talked about in the past, it comes up every now and then, it's a subject that I talk about a lot. Whereas... In the world there were a lot of adverts Now It's off the chart So On the computer I'm currently talking to you guys I have an ad blocker Which means if I go onto YouTube I don't have to deal with any adverts And that adver- ad blocker Clocks up how many adverts It's blocked And it'll tell you at various points of time And it's a lot Honestly it's a godsend No other device in my house has an ad blocker, because you can't, to my knowledge, you can't get them for mobile devices, not for free, so if you go on YouTube on your phone, on your TV, on your iPad, Kindle, whatever, anything, you're going to get an ad for this has always been the case, it's kind of this unwritten rule, it's a free service that you're paying for, that kind of thing. I put something on the other day. I don't know if it was for one of the children. I put something on the other day. So it started with an advert. I think the video in question was ten minutes long. So it started with an advert, then it went into another advert, so that's two adverts. Then the video started, so it's like, cool, plain sailing now, we're through the adverts, and away we go. Two minutes into this video, a ten minute video, in the middle of a sentence, in the middle of a word, advert. And that was the theme throughout this video, every two, two and a half minutes, Advert. Doesn't there is no like, doesn't wait for a breath, doesn't wait for a break, doesn't wait for anything, just advert at the end of the video. So, you've had the video, the video is done before you can go on to another video, a select another video. You've got to have an advert. I've been listening to podcasts on Spotify recently, which, in the middle again, in the middle of a sentence, in the middle of a word. Just starts playing an advert which is separate to the podcast. It's like a separate entity. It just interrupts the podcast with this one, two, however many minute long advert. It happens randomly and frequently. Go on to Facebook. I am convinced that when you look at something on Facebook, if you watch a video, if you watch whatever on Facebook, the moment it triggers the advert, it disables the scrolling function, you can't move off that advert for at least a second or two, forcing you to have to see some of that advert, I don't don't do any adverts, I get off them as quickly as possible. So that, that option has been removed for me for the first few seconds. So it's reached a point now where YouTube is unwatchable without an ad blocker, and you can't put an ad blocker on anything apart from your computer. Unwatchable. Pretty sure the whole idea is to be able to watch stuff on YouTube, you know, like this podcast. I've said it before, you can't sell me anything, I am a consumer, I will buy literally anything, obviously not at the moment, I've got no money, but believe me when I say this, you cannot sell me anything. What that means is that every single advert on the face of the earth is completely pointless to me, a complete waste. A couple of months ago, Leanne said to me, hey, I found a TV show for you to watch, Mike. Ha, this should be good. She's like, I know you're into this sort of stuff at the moment, and I found a show for you to watch. It's on Now TV. I went Okay, you know, I can access that through uh, the TV, through the TV in the gym, through the iPad. I can I can get now a TV. What's it called? She told me what it was called. I was like, okay, I'll give it a go. I physically had to stop watching the TV show in question. That I, I thought it was okay, I was enjoying it. I watched a couple of episodes. I had to physically stop watching it because of the sheer volume. Of adverts, there were more adverts than TV. Two minutes of adverts at the start before you get into it, and then every however many minutes, advert break. I stopped watching terrestrial TV because of adverts, and I and then I'd stop watching this because of adverts. I'm like, surely this is now defeating the object. Surely this is now the point where I I as a person will say, oh, I can't watch that anymore. Because of all the adverts What are we trying to achieve here? So At the start of things I was like Hey I'm a bit stressed But I'm not, but I am, but I'm not Let me tell you why So My youngest daughter And land are not here and by not here I mean they're not even in this country uh, right now I've got it's just it's a sausage fest in our house right now Shalong everywhere there's me there's the boy there's the dog there's the cats. No, no ladies, nowhere. It's just all boys, all day. So yeah, Leanne and the youngest daughter are not even in the country right now. Reason being is that they are on holiday. Short break to a little place called Disneyland. Um, it's it's, It's a really long story because the first question is, did you not want to go? Of course I did imagine there are a multitude of reasons why i didn't um, and the number one reason top of the list couldn't afford it there you go simple as that what it does mean is uh, I've got I've got my I've got my boy to look after um i am not gonna lie i'm gonna be as honest as i possibly can here absolutely terrifying absolutely terrifying Four kids. I've looked after four children in a variety of different ways, a variety of different times. Uh, you know, all, uh, almost any combination you can think of, I've done it. However, the first time you do it, I don't care if you've got four kids, 40 kids, 14 kids, one child, I don't care. First time you do these things, it's terrifying. So I'm like, I've just got to get through. That's all I'm as I've just gotta get through from A to B. That's it. C D and E would be nice. I've just gotta survive. I've just gotta get through it, man. I've just gonna just gotta live. So day one. I'm like, hey, I've made so many lists, I've set so many reminders on my phone. I have done as much as humanly possible. Um my son's a good eater and he loves like snacks and meals and all sorts. So I, just, I was just like, we'll just we'll just go from meal to snack, from snack to meal, throughout the day, chuck a couple of sleeps and that'll be fine. Got about halfway through the first day, I'm like I don't want to jinx it, but I think I think it's going okay. I think, you know, nobody's died, which is always a plus. Um, it's, you know, it, it's okay. It's all right. I noticed a couple of things. I was like, oh, you know, he, he's fine. He's playing. He's just generally wrecking the place. But that's fine, that's okay Because I'll just tidy up at the end of the day Made the mistake of trying to tidy up in the middle of the day Ha! Idiot I think within Like four seconds Of me tidying everything up It trashed it all again I was like, well that was just a stupid thing to do You idiot Um, so And I was a couple of things, and I was like, "Oh, he's doing this, and oh, he's doing that, and oh, he's doing the other." And I'm just—it's hard to explain that. The only way I can explain it is I'm just keeping my distance. Not like I'm sitting down the other end of the room, just like you're right down there. Uh, I don't mean that. I just mean like I'm like surveying the room and making sure that there's nothing sharp, and he's not going to fall, and he's not going to you know hurt himself on this toy and, and and where's the dog and you know what what job do i need to do next and oh i've I, I forgotten something oh i need to set another reminder oh, i need to write something down oh, that was where i was that's where i was coming from that was the perspective i was taking and i was like i need to be on high alert throughout all of a sudden All of a sudden I went, this isn't the right thing to do. If I do it like this, we'll we'll survive, but I feel like I'm going to miss an opportunity here. I'm not going to have this opportunity every day. I'm not going to have this opportunity very often, almost at all. What I should be doing is enjoying the time. Spending the time. Me and and him should be having that time together. So. Let's put all the stress and the worry and all that over to one side. I'm going to sit down with the boy. And. I'm going to play. So. He had he had a ball. And he was showing me the ball. And he was like hey look at my ball. I'm like hey that's a cool ball. And he was like. When, when they're little they try and do the roll thing. But it's kind of a throw. So he was doing that. So I was rolling it back to him. And he was kind of half throwing it half rolling it to me. And this happened for a little while. Then he found the, a little toy phone. And for about an hour. We just played with this phone. And it reminded me that. Many, many moons ago, before things got stressful and before things got complicated and before all of everything that's happened between then and now, once upon a time, I used to play with my children. My eldest was very fortunate in the sense that In a lot of ways you saw the best of me. I used to sit down on the floor and play. We'd play all sorts. And this went on for years. And I'd struggle to get down and I'd struggle to get back up. But I did it. And just looking at chart, like charting where that was then and where things are now. Like... Some of, I can't say how many, but some of my children will have never experienced me sitting down and playing with them. Some of my children will have experienced that in some degree, but not as much as they maybe should have done. Some of my children will be like, hey, that was my dad, that's what we used to do. And some of my children will be like, what? Playing? What's that? And it made me feel real sad. I was like. I'm glad I sat down. And took the time. To enjoy. The simpler things in life. It also eased the stress. It was strange. It eased everything. It eased into everything. It was just like. Hey you know. Gonna have some. Gonna have some lunch. We're gonna go out for the afternoon. Sort of thing. And it was things like that. But it made me sad. Because I was Like feel like I've missed something in all of this and all the stress and all the drama and all the whatever I feel like I've maybe missed something and I think I know what that something is and it make it makes me feel sad so today's Monday what happens on a Monday people That's right, Monday is weigh day. Now, then, a couple of weeks ago, I was like, you know something, I am sick to the back teeth. I've not been able to break through this weight barrier. If you've been listening for a few weeks at least, you'll know how it kept saying that there was like, there was one week I put on six pounds, there was the week, you know, the next week I was ill and I lost six pounds. There was the point where I dropped down to my lowest and I just stayed there for a month all of that two weeks ago i was like i am sick of this there was i knew i had like birthday stuff to deal with so i was just like let's just get through the birthday you know there's always a piece of cake somewhere that kind of thing get through the birthday and then we'll see got through the birthday came out the other side and i was like right let's do this i am on it, I am back baby, it's time to break through the barrier, and I think I said last week, I just wanted two pounds, now, in the world of two pounds is two pounds, great, somebody once said to me, shit a pound, so, you know, two pounds is, in a lot of ways, nothing, In a lot of other ways, £2 could be considered to be a lot. In a lot of other ways, £2 could be an average. However you want to look at it, it's still £2. But it's a very significant £2. So because of that, I was like, I am going to be on it cut back on absolutely everything. I kept it at the forefront of my mind. Everything I looked at, I was like, do you want those two pounds on Monday when you step on the scales? Do you want those two pounds? Come on, we can do this. It's one week. Because it was the kickstarter I needed. I was going to kickstart, I was going to get the two pounds, then I was going to get another seven pounds to puts me in a a different marker. And that was going to spur me on to get another... Another stone, and that was going to be another marker, and eventually, I was going to get rid of the, the the extra weight, get back to where I was, and really then start putting a dent in it. Because as I always say, you know, I want to get back to where I was, but when I where I was, I'm was still fat. You know, it's not like that was the end of it. So I tried really, really hard, and I succeeded. It wasn't just try and fail; it was try and succeed. I absolutely crushed it this week. Yesterday, which is like it's like a fasting day, I fast all day, and then I have some tea in the evening. I was hungry when I got out of bed. That was a bad sign bad sign in the sense that yeah, that meant yesterday was gonna be a freaking slog of a day because I was gonna be hungry all day but hey that can only be a good thing what that means is that by the time I step on the scales Monday morning two pounds is gonna be in the rear view we could be talking two four six eight, it's You know, I I practised in my head what I was going to say to people. Hey, you know, I wanted two this week. absolutely smashed it. All that sort of stuff. At this point in time, you already know what's coming. I stepped on the scales this morning expecting big things. And you are right. You know what's coming. And you're correct. I put on 0.2 of a pound this week. And honestly, I... Lost my shit I am talking biblical Fire brimstone Just honestly Some of the words that came out of my mouth this morning Are not fit for human consumption I just, I think I went on a 20 minute rant, there was nobody here, which is part, probably part of the reason why I went on a 20 minute rant, but I've said this in the past, I've been through this before, that's kind of what calmed me down, because I was like, we've been here before. How does that work? What has happened there? Absolutely on it. Keeping the calories down. Keeping the working out up. Running. Making sure to get the miles in. Doing it. Ticking the box of crushing it on the watch every day. Absolutely smashing it. Get to weigh-in day. Not only did I not lose any weight. Put on weight what has gone on there what has happened what it means is i now have to stay in this zone for another week which i know what you're thinking maybe you should consider doing that as a rule because hey you know fat i get it but it was it was it was pretty brutal and i'm now like what's the point what's the reason So, look out for next week when, you know, there's just a mushroom cloud where my house used to be. Already secretly laughing at myself here because of the fact that the podcast has just ticked over an hour. Hilarious. What I can say is this much. Um, that's the week so there's a little bit of business to go through here uh, it shouldn't take long we're nearly there, stick with it you'll be fine uh, I watched a new film, I watched an old film I'm going to talk very briefly about the old film don't worry about it um, I will say this, the game I'm playing at the moment is a game I've played before um, so, you know, in trying to keep in my, I'm not going to you know, keep going over old things what I'm going to say is um, there's a reason it's on the list, so um, for my birthday, I got John Wick 4. Um, I need to be honest as honest as it can be. Blah blah blah. blah, blah. Um, I love John Wick, I love the first one. I think the first one is an absolute masterpiece. I think the first one. Probably falls into the category of perfect movie. There is not enough good things I can say. About the first John Wick. If anybody listening to this right now. Has been here for more than a few months. Or a couple of weeks. You'll have probably heard me talk about the other John Wick films. I have had a difficult road with the John Wick movies Um, there was a point in time when I absolutely hated the second one Um, part of me thinks that that's a lot to do with how much I enjoyed the first part of me thinks that there's a lot of um, sequel syndrome going on in the second one and so on and so forth There's there's just a lot The third one, I had a lot of issues with it the first time I saw it um, and, and, and the second time I saw it. By the third time, I appreciated it a bit more and kind of was able to overlook its flaws, which I felt were many. Now then, John Wick 4 comes along and everybody raves about it. Best John Wick of the series, absolutely the best. Can't believe how good it is it's amazing, and I go, okay, one person says it's great, you go, they're a fan, two people say it's great, you go, well, they're obviously fans, everybody says it's fantastic, you go, I probably need to see it, I wasn't going to see it at the cinema, I wasn't going to see it before it was available to buy and or rent. It's been out to buy for a while. I just put it on my birthday list. It was the easiest thing to do. So, got it from birthday, two Sundays ago. Admittedly, I think this is a bad way to do things, but it's the way I've done it for a while. One of the first things I did was check to see how long it was. There are X number of reasons why. Too much to go into right now. I'll just say. I looked to see how long it was. And I went. What? Seems to be a thing. Recently. Where. It's acceptable. For. Action movies. To be. Three hours long. I think it. I think it probably started. Around about the time. Of. The one I remember, the biggest one I remember was Endgame. When Endgame came out, there was all these people saying that they couldn't go to the cinema and watch it because it was over three hours long and they needed to go to the toilet. And the response was, "Go to the toilet before you go into the into the screen, idiot." In hindsight, three hours, three hours ten, whatever it was for Endgame, was four hours too long. Do the math. But it sparked this thing. Now, I know somebody's going to say, well, what about Avatar? Avatar's a different breed. We all knew going into Avatar that it was long because it was this, you know, this monumental story. We all accepted that, pardon me, way back when. With Endgame, it it came out of the blue. It was superheroes, it should have been 90 minutes. Oh, but the story. Yeah, well, we could have cut that. We could have cut that film down 45 minutes just by taking out everybody's sat We're not talking to- we're not here to talk about endgame. Stop it. John Wick is two hours forty five minutes. Now, you might be thinking, well, that's just one film. I've seen that the most recent Mission Impossible. Is the same sort of length. It's like 2.43 or something. I'm like. Why does an action movie. Need to be nearly. Three hours. Long. And in answer to that question. The answer is. It doesn't. John Wick 4. Was. Fine. Absolutely did not need to be the best part of three hours long. There was a point with a particular scene towards the back end of the film. That was so long that I was literally like, we get it. We all understand the concept right now. We get it. Stop And it just Kept Going And I was like You're taking the piss now Stop it And and it just wouldn't The, the back third of the film Is the point where somebody was like Hey there's been no jokes in this film so far and People were like Okay Well well, let's put some jokes in. All right then, because apparently, back third of the film, the film found a sense of humour. Unfortunately, some of the quote-unquote jokes weren't funny because they were annoying, and the whole thing fell out of place. Honestly, if you'd have given me the, if you'd have given me that film, like here it is, it's two forty-five. I need you to cut 45 minutes out of this film, my answer would have been, give me 10 minutes and I'll have something for you. There were entire sections of that film that were so completely unnecessary they could have just been cut immediately. Why does an action film need to be the best part of three hours long? And yes, in case you're wondering, that is all I'm going to say about this. It was so unnecessarily long... I was just like, what are we doing here? Because, here's the beauty of it, it felt long, it felt unnecessarily long. The whole time of watching it, it was just, why is this film so long? Why are we watching this? It's unnecessary. We don't need this. Get rid of this. Cut it out. I'll say this, there was action... In it, that was better than three. I think they realised some of the issues with three. I'm not going to go into some of the issues. Something else I will say is this: I want to I want to pose a theory. This is my theory: with the invention of AI and all of its uses and all of its capability and all of the things that it can do. Do you think there's a possibility that they're going to start using AI to replace know, actors, scenes, scenarios, and other such things? Bearing in mind that there's the strike going on at the moment um, for this very reason. So. I feel this pro- question is probably mute, but do you think there's going to be points in time where they're going to say to an actor, You don't need to come in tomorrow? And the actor's like, But there's a scene in a minute. And they're like, Yeah, but it's easier for us to just digitally replace you. And, it, and you know, you get the day off. The reason I asked this question is there was. More than a few times, whilst watching John Wick 4, where I went, I don't think that's him. I don't think that's Keanu Reeves. I think that that's CG as a minimum, but if I had to put money on it, I would say that that's AI. We all know the thing about where they do the AI picture, and when you look at an AI picture, you go, yes, it's everything's right about it, but something's wrong and I can't put my finger on it. That was how I felt about certain points in that film. Now, I'm not going to spoil it, because I don't know that everybody's seen it. Um, If somebody was sitting here with me right now, and they said, I've seen the film, what are you referring to? I would give you Specific examples Where I think AI has been used To replace Keanu Reeves in that film Just saying that I'm just going to leave it there Because I think it's Maybe a touchy subject (sighs) John Wick was fine But there was There was There was a lot about it that was wrong. Which then in turn. Made it less fine. There was a lot of detractors. And the detractors. Potentially outweighed anything that was good about it. What I will say is this. There was. um, There were maybe a couple of characters that were annoying. Like. Characters that were kind of rammed down your throat well, Whilst you're basically Sitting there going This is unnecessary I don't need this There were points where There's a whole thing in the Fast and the Furious Franchise towards the back end Especially where they start to work out Try and work out if they're superheroes Because they've lived through uh, X number of things Um I think there's probably a question around when do we have to ask that question in the John Wick franchise? Um, Also, there was the thing with the whole, hey, this suit's bulletproof. (coughs) Okay, cool. We can accept that. We can, you know, whatever. But then there's the thing of, oh, I'm going to use the suit because it's bulletproof. I'm going to use it. ...like a shield to protect my face... ...because that's the only bit of me that's not covered. And although I get it... ...I absolutely get it... ...and I absolutely understand what it is that we're doing here... ...it's so overused... ...that it just becomes... ...nonsense. It's just like you're just there going... oh, we're using the suit as a shield again... ...you've not done that 40 freaking times in the last 10 minutes. I get the reason for it... ...but it's annoying... But it's constant. Something else. And I want to point this one out. Because if you haven't seen it. Look out for this. If you intend to watch it. And if you have seen it. Maybe go back and look at this bit. There's a bit towards the back end. It's a very, 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 very long scene towards the back end. And there is a point where Keanu, John Wick, picks up a gun. He's got a gun. But he picks up another gun. And that gun has a never-ending supply of bullets. Because I'm pretty sure he fires that handgun about 50 times. And never at any point reloads it. And I'm like, come on. It sounds like there was a lot of negativity there. Uh, I I felt put out by it. No, that's probably another way of putting it. So from one film to another, I watched Tropic Thunder last night. Uh, Tropic Thunder is up there on my list of films. I think it's such a weird thing for me because I don't particularly like a lot of the cast. I've said this before. As a, as a cast, it's probably not my favourite. Uh, but I, I can excuse most of the cast in that film because the film is so great something that was interesting watching it this time was every single time Robert Downey Jr was on screen I was just creased up laughing because I was just like I know the argument is you would never be able to make that film now but I think the argument should be how were they able to make it then because it's not that long ago and it's—I <laughs> know there's a lot of, there's a lot of questions around that film. I think my question now is, how did they make it then? Because I don't think it was okay then. Sure, it was funny, but I don't think it was okay. <laughs> I would love, love, to see someone attempt to remake that film now. There's rumours that they're going to do a second one. I can't wait to see what that looks like. Finally, and honestly, this is heading to be one of the longest, one of these podcasts I've done, which just makes me laugh. Like I said, shed load of caffeine probably wasn't the best idea here. Finally, I want to talk very briefly about the game I've been playing. Uh, I've been really struggling with games at the moment, i really needed something to get my teeth into. I've had um, some big games, I've played Resident Evil 4 three times back-to-back, back, I was playing Breakpoint, uh, these were games to really get your teeth into, which is great, until you don't have those games to play, and then all you want is a game to get your teeth into. Problem there is, y- you're kind of pushed into a re- into a realm of you want a specific thing, and I was struggling to find that thing until I put... Uh, I've just been been calling it Sniper 3, it's not Sniper Elite, it's the other Sniper franchise, uh, Sniper 3. Uh, I'm not going to talk about it, I reviewed it at the time I played it originally. Um, What I'm going to say is this. I wonder if a game like this is what's missing from gaming. So... I'm there, I get in the car, it's like, hey, go and do this mission. So I go to the mission, and it's like, hey, the mission is this. Shoot this guy, do this thing, da, da, da. I'm like, okay, you've been very clear with what to do. And I go off, and I do it, and I go back to my base, and I get some new guns, and I upgrade the ones I've got, and I get new gadgets, and I do the thing, and all of that. And I realised there was a point where I went, in a lot of ways this game is very simple go here, do mission, get money, upgrade, new weapon, blah, blah, blah. Then I was like, on the other hand, every mission's different. At the moment, as far as I can tell, every mission's different. Then there's a multitude of side missions, which ultimately just get you money, so you can buy more upgrades, bing, bang, bong. But every mission's different. It's not, hey, remember the mission you just did, go and do it again in a different place. And I was saying, like, I was saying to myself, hey. In a lot of ways, this game is very simple. Honestly, there are points in time like with cutscenes and stuff where it shows what I'm guessing is its age, because the cutscenes are horrendous. And It's a sniper game, so when you're looking through a sniper rifle and when you're zoomed in on a bad guy you go, man, that looks terrible. That kind of thing. It's showing its age. But everything else I'm just like "Is, is this maybe what's missing from gaming? Should we be dialing back games? I know it sounds like a step backwards but are games getting too complicated to be enjoyable? I saw a post today, I'll leave you with this. I saw a post today that said, name something that has got more expensive, but is categorically worse than it was. And I saw it and I am I've got an answer for that. And that answer is gaming. Computer games. Computer games are wildly more expensive than they used to be. And a hell of a lot worse than they used to be. I mean like worlds apart from where they used to be. Modern games are not good. And I'm prepared to debate that with anybody who wants to tell me differently. I don't think there's been a good game since, what did I say recently, 2019 was the last great game. Yeah, that's four years ago. So, you know, good going for your 70 quid games. So, there we go. I'll leave you with that thought. That is the podcast. It's an absolute bumper edition. I imagine uh, the, the point that I was talking about John Wick and saying that uh, you could have cut 45 minutes out of it, I imagine somebody said, just like this podcast. Anyway, I'm going to catch you next time. So there we go. What do you think to that? A monster episode. I can only imagine some people were like, will it ever end? And then it did, and now we're here. If you've still got the energy, please consider like, share, subscribe, and comment. Leave us a review. There are places you can leave reviews. And if you feel strongly enough, leave us a review. You can get in touch with us. You can go to the website, thecookiecast.com. There you can find our social media links, and there's an email button, and you can get in touch with us. That's it for this one. Till next time, I'm going to say bye. And I'll see you then. This is a Cook's Test production.